would you ever want to get into a real seat and yeah. actually race? Yeah. I also Formula E, hundred percent, like hundred percent. Like, I want to get into Formula One. That's still my dream, isn't it? Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Track Limits podcast presented by Formula Addict. I'm here with my co-host, Henny. We are in London interviewing an incredible guest, a person who's been a long time, long time aficionado at F1 Esports, a person that's also a content creator. You might see them on YouTube and Twitter and a person who has a lot of drama around him right now (laughs) because we don't really know where he's going to go. But by the time this recording comes out, you'll probably know where he ended up. Yes. Marcel Kiefer. Well, welcome. welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for having me, guys. Of course. Uh, honestly, it's been a pleasure. I'm glad that we could work it out. Yeah. What you guys didn't know, um, behind the scenes, we were actually trying to set it up already earlier this year, but yeah. we couldn't make it work. Yeah. And yeah. now... The universe wanted us to meet exactly. and Finally. do this in person, so it worked out. So, yeah. And I appreciate you, you know, constantly following up. And even on, on my end, the reason I think we're so excited to have you is because you haven't really done too many in-person podcasts. Yeah. And I never mentioned before. this is your first. Yeah, it was first time ever. So that's we're a, breaking that's a blast. It. Yeah, we're breaking you <laughs> we're in, literally. We're breaking so, you in. So chill. Yeah, uh, let's do it. So we break our podcast up into three parts. Mm-hmm. Q1, all related to racing. Q2, kind of more diving into you as a professional. And then finally, the rapid fire round. <sighs> And Henny and I are just going to pepper you with questions. It's our favorite. It's our favorite. (laughs) And we'll see what happens. Yeah. Easy. I'm ready. Easy? I'm I'm ready. It's like like I already got pole on lock. This is easy. So first question, tell us a bit, you know, in 30 seconds, tell us a bit about what you're really proud of. What are some of the core accomplishments you're proud of in your career and kind of those milestones that you look look back to? I mean, honestly, uh, biggest milestone probably winning the championship in 2020 with Red Bull and uh, Freddy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tino as well, of course, important part mm-hmm. of the team. So that has been amazing. But I think getting going was the, the initial challenge because I was nobody yep. and I had no experience and I worked myself up there with just grinding and grinding. I, mm-hmm. I remember the days when, when F1 Esports launched and it's maybe something that people think is disgusting, but there were days where I didn't shower just because I felt like showering is not <laughs> as important as get, getting like laps in because I had four weeks to to get used to a steering wheel yeah. and pedals and yep. because I never had that before. And yeah, just priority was making it because mm. that's my only shot at getting involved in Formula One and maybe mm. becoming a driver in the yep. future. So yeah. Yep. And then what does the day-to-day life for you look like? Because I know when I go to your Instagram, yeah. it's cool because you're one of those drivers that doesn't just spend like 20 hours in the simulator. Like you actively also yeah. work out, you yeah. post your workouts, yeah. you're like, you know, trying to be healthy both like on track and even off track. Mm. So tell us a bit about the day-to-day right now during the off season. So day-to-day, um, I'm, I'm really lazy. I'm not doing anything. <laughs> like, and it's all And it's all talent, so I don't work hard. <laughs> ah, <laughs> Okay. Um, so pretty much I don't have a strict schedule, but I'm trying to work out at least one hour a day, go for a run, maybe like 10K run, mm-hmm. um, uh, focusing on cardio because I'm quite a buff guy. I don't want to. So I'm trying to lose muscle because I'm mm-hmm. a bit too big for mm-hmm. racing cars and also mm-hmm. on the simulator, actually, like a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, it doesn't matter. Like if you're on the sim, you can be heavy, you can have muscles. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can. But mm-hmm. then again, if you're sitting there and you have to wrestle your car around and you're doing these kind of motions yeah. and then you feel your muscles blocking you. Yeah, it's it's just, yeah. like being athletic is, is way more nice. So mm-hmm. if you're a bit more skinny and a bit lighter, just feeling healthy, good. Yeah, That's kind of what I'm aiming for. So I'm trying to look into just maintaining a good overall fitness level. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. And um, so basic endurance. Yeah. So if you look at real life racing drivers, they are not massive. 
maybe Lewis Hamilton, like he's Czech. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. but aside from that, like most drivers are fairly skinny or mm. normal looking. You, if you would see them on the street, you would not think they are an athlete. Yeah. Yeah. But right. when you see them on a treadmill or if you challenge them for a push-up competition, they're like, Don't I'm going to smoke you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's kind of like what I'm basing my day around. And then I'm focusing, of course, on content creation and just expanding, um, communicating with my fans, my mm -hmm. my uh, community, and um, also, of course, working in the background with my new team. Incredible. <laughs> uh, new team. I love it. I love it. And you came into esports again, you know, pretty young. Like yeah. you've been in F1 esports now for how long? Like. Thing uh, should be this year should be the sixth year. Uh, in twenty seventeen wow. it started. Yeah. But of course there's there's been guys they were not involved in Nephron Esports because that's when it launched. Mm -hmm. But for example, uh, Yoni Tomala, mm -hmm. uh, who's been also teammates with me. Yep. He was at the time when F1 Esports happened, he was already sim racing for nine years. Wow. So some of them, like also Freddie, I think he yep. started when he was like 13. And I started when I was 17, turning 18. So I yeah. was I was one of the older all yeah, the dogs yeah. in the game. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And even now, I'm, I think I'm the second or third oldest driver on the esports group right, because wow. right. there's so many new talents coming in, but of right. course they have no chance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get dusted. But was, like, it, was, it, was it hard early on, though, finding a team? Was, it, was that a, a challenge to get into esports even, coming from like not that background with sim racing? Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, initially, like 2017, it kicked off as a driver competition, so mm. we were all just competing as ourselves, of course, representing teams in the game. Yeah. But just because... That's how the game worked. It wasn't mm. like we were assigned to the team. We were just driving, picking a car, and that's it. Um, so kind of more like whatever you you received from F1 when they told you you're going to drive for Toro Rosso or mm. Mercedes or McLaren, whatever you, you got, you mm -hmm. just took it. Yeah. Or if they ask you, what car do you want to drive? You maybe said like, yeah, I want to <laughs> drive this and that car yeah, just yeah. because I'm a big fan of them. Yeah. Um, and then in 2018, they stepped up and... All, also the real life teams, aside from Ferrari, they are mm -hmm. now part of it. But yeah. in 2018, we were all like, why is Ferrari not joining? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Um, so uh, they, they joined as well. Um, then in 2019, but in 2018, that was the first year where we were actually signing to F1 teams. And mm -hmm. when they started having their projects, I think back then was Hype Energy, E-Force India. That was my first team. Mm -hmm. And um, getting to that stage, I mean, I was, the year before, I was still in school telling people, I'm going to be in F1 as a driver one day because yeah, I knew yeah. I wanted to do that. Mm -hmm. And they were all laughing at me. And yeah. a year later, I'm actually signed to an F1 team and yep. going to factories of Formula One teams mm -hmm. and uh, talking to the real-life drivers, the team principals, yeah. back to Otmar Safnauer, and I think it was Vijay, um, which was unbelievable. Yeah. Everything felt so surreal. But at the same time, once you get there, it's like, yeah, uh, business is on. Like you just yep. you just mm -hmm. move on. Like yeah. it, it's becoming normal as yeah. as weird as it sounds. And um, but I guess that's just how you have to deal with it. Because if you're sitting there like uh, starstruck, uh, like <laughs> a bad boy, <laughs> you're probably not gonna do well, well at yeah. racing in an F1 car or no, racing yeah. at the highest level. How, how was your rookie year though? Was it a shocking moment? Like what what was that process like for you? Like when I actually had the call that I'm gonna drive for. Yeah. an esports team i was signed to a management mm -hmm. and later on there was kind of a mistake but at the same time i'm, I'm really grateful even if it's bad experiences yeah. like for example i got the opportunity through them to work closer with an f1 team and to sign with them so as bad as some things were i wouldn't be here right now if it wouldn't be for the bad moments and the good moments yeah. mm. so i'm still grateful for that but um when they told me 
I'm gonna be part of Force India. Yeah. I was actually like jumping around <laughs> my yeah. house. I was like, what <laughs> on earth is, is going on? Yeah. Yeah. I'm part of a Formula yeah. One I'm calling my mom. Mom, I'm it. <laughs> <laughs> I did this, I mean. And you're yeah. like, no way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 it was yeah. mental, honestly. And uh, nowadays I'm just like, okay, where's the contract? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 Hello? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no. Oh my God. Uh, no, but it was That's honestly, amazing. Yeah. But now that you're a veteran, yeah. Take us through your race procedures for a race weekend. Yeah. What what does that process look like for you now? I mean, it's still fairly similar. I mean, the F1 game, it's pretty simple. There's a few things that you can practice. Yeah. We already know if we're going to have a short qualifying. Back then, we had just 18-minute qualifying. Mm. Nowadays, we're doing the full procedure like mm. in real Formula 1 with mm-hmm. Q1, Q2, Q3. Mm. Um, so we also practice these sessions because you can just load it up with your teammate and yeah. do exactly what's going to happen different scenarios intermediate wet dry shadow dynamic whatever it is yeah. like mm. you can literally practice everything mm. and then with that you initially build a base setup so you you're kind of creating a baseline where you're feeling okay this is going the right direction maybe for silverstone a bit lower wings because it's still a high speed track but you want the top speed because you're a long time full throttle um for something like monaco which we don't race but as an example you go high wings you have these kind of ideas and then you just fine-tune right. fine-tune and fine-tune and you're never happy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're never getting to the point where you're like this is gonna be the setup and I'm not never gonna touch it again. Yeah. There have been a few times where I knew my setup was amazing yeah. and it will be insane and mm-hmm. I will be fighting for the win. Yeah. But the next session when I hit my PB, I'm already changing the off diff or oh, no. yeah. and you're like, I'm ca- I can find more, I can find more. Yeah. It's yeah. like never stopping process. So right. I think it's similar to real life racing drivers. You just never find the sweet spot and you're just mm-hmm. like, this could be better, this could be better, this could be better. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's a continuous grind um, yeah. until you find the perfect setup. And then of course, also race runs, similar to real F1, yeah. just we have way more time because mm. once you get the game, you can drive until the race is happening because yeah. that's gonna be where you're gonna be competing in, mm-hmm. in the final stage, so yeah. yeah. And this is a hot take, but for people who say sim racing is not real racing, mm. what do you say to those people? They are correct. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it is not real yeah, racing, right, right. but it doesn't take away the fact that we are not sitting there on a gamepad or on a mouse and keyboard. Mm-hmm. We still have um, the forces from the wheel. We mm-hmm. don't have G-forces. Mm-hmm. Um, we might also not run 120 kg of brake pressure on our brake load, yeah. mm-hmm. um, but we still have to move our legs. We still have to tray brake. We still have to mess all these techniques. We need to shift. We mm-hmm. need to make decisions in the right moment. We need to deal with the pressure. We still represent brands yeah. on a high level mm-hmm. where if we say something stupid, <laughs> we will we will find out. Like, yeah, there's yeah, gonna yeah, be a call and you're gonna see, okay, the number of your boss and you're like, Damn. I, I, I think up. I know what this is all about. And sometimes you're just paranoid when you hear, okay, um, can we have a chat? And you're like, oh no, what did I do? <laughs> but then again, you tell them and they're like, no, it's all good. Like nothing yeah. happened. And I was like, okay, I was already preparing for yeah. getting fired. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Neat. And then what was it like? I mean, you talked a little bit about Force India. What was it like then transitioning over to Red Bull? Like, was there a culture difference there? Did you feel like you were a totally different driver at Red Bull than Force India? How did that, how did that process even work? I mean, one thing that's very similar, you have a feeling in both teams. I mean, nowadays, I guess, Aston Martin Mm -hmm. and um, Red Bull today. It just feels like you're part of something bigger Mm -hmm. than just you doing well and you wanting to do well. Like, you're definitely part of something like a family. Like, they say Red Bull family, and that's actually a thing. Like, you feel like you're part of a whole universe, not just 
the racing team because Red Bull is so big yeah. and you get to meet so many amazing people and talents and athletes. Uh, it's just amazing. But also on Aston Martin or back then Force India, because it was such a small team, I was still in the team when it wasn't owned by uh, Lawrence Stroll. Mm. So the budget was, oh wait, no, it was actually at some stage it that was. was literally in the transitioning phase. And I was like, will I even still get a seat to drive? Yeah. Because at that time, nobody knew if Force India would survive. Mm. Yeah. Um, but back then, there was not a lot of budget. Mm -hmm. And they were all working so incredibly hard. And yeah. it, it's incredible to see what these people can do. And there was no budget cap or anything. Mm -hmm. So they were competing against Mercedes and uh, Ferrari, yep. Red Bull, all of these massive brands who have so much money without mm -hmm. the cost cap. Mm -hmm. And they were so limited in their small factory, which is super outdated. Mm -hmm. But they are still making it work and yep. producing high level racing cars mm -hmm. and sometimes i think in 2018 um i think they were fighting for it wasn't that the time when lewis ocon paris and vettel mm -hmm. that that the picture from spa when they yeah. were four white yeah, yeah, yeah. oh. that was yeah. that was incredible yeah, yeah, and i was yeah. so i was so hyped for yeah. it. <laughs> the I was like, yeah, let's yeah, go yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. like it's crazy as soon as you're part of a team no matter if you if you were a big fan before, yeah. as soon as you're there, mm -hmm. you feel like this atmosphere. Yeah. There's no way to not support them and not feel like you're part of this. Right, right. And um, I think that's probably similar in, in any kind of team. Yeah. But, but it was amazing at Racing Point. It was a great first introduction because I was also coming from kind of like poorer background and then being in a mm -hmm. poor F1 team, which is ridiculous because yeah. a poor F1 team is still rich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, relatively speaking, yeah. it just felt a bit more like you're fitting into the place. Um, right, right. I sometimes also felt like going into like the paddock club. I don't know if you've ever been yeah. there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah. it feels so surreal. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. All of these rich people. I mean, yeah. they're all lovely. Yeah. Not yeah. saying anything against it, but I'm just there like... Where's where's my happy meal? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would like a McFlurry, and they all like having this fancy sushi, yeah. caviar. Yeah. caviar. I'm just like, yeah, yeah, I can live off with basic stuff. Of course, no, I'm I'm not just eating chunk. I'm yeah. Yeah. I'm looking at a healthy diet, but yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. like I'm still like kind of like basic food, just because I grew up that way. Yeah, yeah, it's just that's, like that's what you know, yeah, that's what you like. But yeah. so that was perfect, perfect entrance Force India. I felt yep. amazing there. Um, after one and a half years, it was more like related to that management side because they mm. were dealing with and managing also the yep. esports side of yeah. Force India. Mm -hmm. So um, that's why I didn't feel at home anymore. And I didn't really feel like I fit in. Mm -hmm. I didn't feel like representing mm -hmm. something which I can't represent at mm -hmm. the time. Mm -hmm. There was no bad feelings towards the team because I knew they were not part of that. Yep. Um, but I knew I had to make the switch because I was really, really unhappy. Mm -hmm. And I didn't feel like I want to be there anymore. And competing like that, that I was really thinking happiness is everything. Yeah. And if you're not happy, you won't do well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like there is no way around it. Sure, there's some moments where adversity and stuff shows what kind of athlete you are. But at some extent where it's just like literally dragging you down all the time. Yeah. You don't feel like there's any kind of rope coming out yeah. which will help you out of that mm -hmm. hole. You, you just literally feel like you, you need to escape. And yeah. that's what I felt like in um, late 2019. And um, I also scored, fortunately, my first win against Freddie, yeah. my, my teammate, yeah. and in the future. Yeah. So Red Bull knew there's, there's potential in that yeah. guy. And mm -hmm. he's uh, a lot of people still like me in the paddock. Yep. Let's just yeah. call it paddock as well. In the F1 Esports paddock, um, I was always a guy that was trying to just be charismatic, be energetic, mm -hmm. just having some kind of 
energy around me when people yep. feel like this guy would fe uh, oops <laughs> would, would fit in our team and yep. um, would be a great addition in whatever way so I, I was talking to Red Bull at the time and they were like yeah okay let's do something and yep. then early 2020 I think like March was officially signed off and mm -hmm. I was joining them I nearly joined another team I nearly joined actually McLaren at that time wow. oh. okay, yeah. but then uh, I saw the reaction from the Red Bull team, yeah. the drivers, when yeah. they heard, what, you didn't sign Marcel? Yeah, what yeah. are you guys doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, this I want to be wanna part go. of a, a family. It. Like, yeah. I want to see that people appreciating me, like yeah. not just as a driver, but yeah. as a person, because that yeah. gives you so much more. Yeah. If they actually want you to do well, yeah. if they don't just want the result. I mean, I also want the result. Yeah. It's like, I, I'm competing to win. Yeah. But if you feel like, even if there's maybe a bad day, they're still like, this man has got it. Yeah. Like, yeah. We've got his back. And he has ours. Yeah. It's gonna right. work out. Right. That's exactly what you need to compete yep. at this like top level where you feel like okay, everything is gonna work out, even on a bad day, it's mm. not gonna matter in the And it seems like you had a good relationship as well with your teammate Freddie at Red Bull, yeah. right? I remember there yeah. was one race, I don't know the exact one, maybe it was spa. But like you were actively trying to help him win, yeah, yeah, so that yeah. he would have enough points to win the championship yeah, yeah, against Yarno, I think. Yeah, at the I time. think I think it was Purcell. Yeah, yeah. Purcell. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like you, doing stuff like that, it's super cool to see. And yeah. I mean, you're you're it's not mandatory that you yeah. do that, right? Yeah. So like, talk to us about Freddie, like what you learned from him, and then even the decision then to leave Red Bull. Yeah, where did that kind of come from as well? I mean, Freddie is a great guy. Mm -hmm. uh, most people that don't know him who might be listening, Freddie was my teammate in uh, Red Bull and he's an incredible, talented athlete. Um, he finished P2 every year, I think, aside from 2018. And 2017 was also kind of like just three race championship. He didn't do well there. Mm. But in general, like he always finished P2, always mm -hmm. super close to winning and one of the most consistent guys on the grid. Right. Insanely talented and... I knew if I beat him in practice and if I'm faster than him, yeah. I'm gonna be wicked on track. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna literally destroy everyone because mm -hmm. Freddy is so fast. You don't have to worry. If you're faster than Freddy, there's nothing to worry about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's yeah. like okay, this is if this is the benchmark. I'm gonna take him. If I beat him, it's the win. Yeah, <laughs> that, that usually was the case. Yeah. yeah. So um, no, it's been great working with him. Also, um, he seems like kind of a guy with no emotions hmm. on the outside but he has definitely emotions like yeah. especially if you practice with him he's a funny guy <laughs> <laughs> like super chill working with him yeah. and um yeah I'm, I'm definitely gonna miss him like he yeah. he's he's a good guy the bromance yeah. 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 He, <laughs> he said he was crying when he when he saw no. that i'm leaving and i was also i was crying so much oh. like honestly if you guys want to see a guy crying um a full-grown man uh, about leaving his former team yeah. go on my German YouTube channel and <laughs> yeah. oh, like, we'll, I was, I was we'll put that clip right here I was yeah. literally like crying my eyes out and oh, I didn't nice. I, I wasn't even expecting I was like yeah. okay this is gonna be emotional but when I was recording this video I was like sure all of these YouTubers they're faking it sure yeah. but then I was like god damn it this is hard like tears <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. coming down and yeah. trying to hold them in yeah. right. because I just wanted to get the video done yeah. and I was getting up all the time I was also thinking am I cutting that out and doing I right. like nah yeah, put it in. Let, let them see it it's yeah like there's so much emotion and um being part of Red Bull was such a privilege and we had so many successes over the years mm -hmm. so there's just good memories yeah then what do you look forward to with this new team new team <laughs> dominating <laughs> yeah, yeah. Winning. winning again so yeah that was kind of the main thing why I also left yeah um, my former team I didn't feel like it, it wasn't like 
I think maybe in the future, who knows? Maybe I'm, I'm gonna go back to Red Bull in a few years' time. Maybe mm. in the real Formula One. Who oh, knows? Yeah. Um, Great. Who knows? I mean, life is crazy. Oh yeah. You can't predict what's going to happen. But um, so I, I just felt like where I was going with my head and where Red Bull was going with kind of the way how they wanted to work on things in the future, it was just at the moment not the right fit. Mm. And it would not be cool for me to kind of tell them yeah okay it's gonna work out i'm gonna work out and this and that if i feel like yeah long term this is probably not gonna work out yeah. maybe then we would waste another year where they could maybe work on building mm. something for their future and me for myself mm. so we we came to a mutual agreement that it's just right we're gonna see where it goes but if i want to take the step and go to another team we would have still continued working for this year but they also said if i want to leave and if i will find another team then they are happy for me to go because they have so much respect for the stuff that I've done for them. Mm. Same me for them. Mm. It's like just perfect agreement. And we went both ways. Um, I think fairly happy with the outcome. And yeah. who knows in the future? Yeah. Maybe gonna, gonna make a return one day. Uh, oh, yeah. But for now, new team. It's the new team. Yes. It's, um, of course, I can't say. Yeah. <laughs> the energy is, is it amazing. Italian, German, they, American? Who they knows? Are, they <laughs> are very, very determined. They want to win. Yes. And I want yeah. to win. That's so it. that's the most important bit. And I'm yeah. feeling at home. Uh, can't wait for it to go live in public. I mean, it's yeah. not going to take Perfect. much longer anymore. So yep. probably at the time of when this goes live, it, it should probably already be announced. Beautiful. Hopefully. So yeah. yeah, I can't wait. I'm right also on. like a little kid, like, come on. Just, yeah, 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 just, just say it. Just, over. Say it. just Put it out there. <laughs> incredible, incredible. Well, final question for yeah. Q1. You know, when you take a look at F1 Esports, there's obviously so much that's changed probably since you first came. Yeah. What are you excited about yeah. going forward with F1 Esports? And then what would you change as well? Is there something that you, you know, really want, you know, F1 Esports to focus on and start to build towards, yeah. you know, to become the type of league that you're really proud yeah. to be a part of going forward? Yeah. So I think uh, what I would like to see in the future well first of all like f1 esports like they made such a massive step over the last few years it's yep. incredible to see the growth mm -hmm. i think of course COVID, the time there helped for people mm -hmm. to just check it out because before a lot of uh, people thought it's not interesting it's just guys gaming mm -hmm. or girls gaming mm -hmm. and racing mm -hmm. on a console and doesn't take much skill they're just sitting there playing video games for a living what is this mm -hmm. can also watch real formula one that's not real racing mm -hmm. Um, but then actually people got into it because of the virtual GPs and yep. um, real drivers also participating yeah. in some of the races. And they, they felt like, hey, this is actually quite fun and these guys are better than I thought and they mm -hmm. take it quite serious. It's not just playing games. It's actually like proper mm -hmm. commitment. Yeah. You need to be on it to, to be actually able and perform on mm -hmm. the top all the time. Um, so yeah, with everything that F1 did over the last few years, I think it's it's been a great stepping stone. Um, but what I would really love to see is us becoming more of a part of like the actual circus. Because at the moment we are in some way because it's F1 esports, mm. but either I would say it would be good to have it more separate, like mm. being an actual standalone esports, yeah. then promote it as an esport properly. Mm. And kind of build it around something like similar to CSGO, League of Legends, just like a whole different franchise or make it actually like part of the F1 universe because at the moment it is, but it's not fully like, yeah. no. it would be nice to maybe go to, like we could be part of the race weekends actually, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. like during 
the weekend when there's F1, F2, F3, if there's spare time, just say, hey, there's F1 eSports, put yeah. it on all the screens, yeah. Yeah. make it on Sky and, and everywhere, yeah. like literally make it as a feeder series in some yeah. form. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um, as part of the race weekends, would be awesome to see and us traveling around the whole world with the teams and then also being able to interact more with the fans. It would literally yep. help engage everything more. Like on yep. track, people would be like, hey, this is actually cool. These guys are insane. Yep. Yep. Um, and also all around the world, people would maybe be like, I don't know what to do. I just want to see qualifying what's on the TV. Yep. 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 And then they turn on their TV, see Sky Sports F1, and they see, hey, Marcel Kiefer's winning again. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> My favorite driver. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so. You're right, though. It would it would do really well yeah. because I think right now, whenever you see like even F1 reshare yeah. clips yeah. from F1 esports, a lot of people aren't used to it. Yeah, yeah. 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 And they're like, "Why are you sharing Trying this?" Yeah, because yeah, you yeah. haven't seen it before. Yeah, yeah. It's not part of yeah. that universe entirely yeah. yet. So fantastic yeah. verdict on Q1. Green sector. Green. Okay. Well, <laughs> green purple. Maybe Q two. You're gonna have to work for that purple, yeah, man. Q two. Q two coming up with Marcel. Right. Stay tuned, guys. Hey everyone, welcome back to the track limits episode with Marcel Kiefer. We're now getting into Q two, where hopefully Marcel can take a purple. Yes. Yes. Hundred yes. <laughs> percent. It's, it's not a. It's not a maybe. It's a. Definitely. Amazing. <laughs> I love so, it. Let's look at your childhood, right? Like, yeah. I want to kind of understand where did this passion for racing come from? Mm -hmm. I think, you know, there was a article you did or an interview you did where you talked about watching Schumacher with your dad. Yeah. Was your family really into racing and that's how you got into it or was it something else? Yeah, so actually yeah. it all started when I was playing Fortnite. Can <laughs> <laughs> you imagine? Like, it's like, <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I think actually f was actually um, before Fortnite. Or yeah. maybe it was actually the same year. I don't You're know. Right. Maybe, yeah. maybe. A year later, I don't know. But anyway, so the, the actual origins was my dad was a yep. big Formula One fan mm -hmm. and he was always watching it. And his whole basement, his, his room and everything, like we literally had posters of Ayrton Senna, Michael yeah. Schumacher hats and um, signed flags. Uh, my dad actually went to his karting track once um, wow. just just to get like a signature from him oh, because he, wow. knew, he was a massive fan. Yeah. Like, um, oh, so. Crazy. We had so many cars and uh, like model cars, yep. small ones uh, from different years, from the early 70s, 80s, 90s. I was always a big fan of Mika Häkkinen yep. as well. Mm -hmm. uh, McLaren Mercedes versus uh, Ferrari with Michael. Uh, mm -hmm. I loved the Finns. I also loved um, Kimi Räikkönen. When, when kind of Mika was gone, I was like, Kimi. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> because he's Finnish, he's, he's more or less similar, yeah. even colder. Yeah. yeah. Kimmy. Yeah. <laughs> I love him. Now Valtteri. <laughs> 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 no, yeah, no that, that is actually like, it's mental. I, I was such a big fan of Finnish nice. drivers. I don't yeah. know why. Like, yeah. they were just like, there's this kind of mentality around them. They were just like, getting it done. Yep, that's it. <laughs> but, but of course, as a German, Michael Schumacher was for me my hero. Mm -hmm. And um, I grew up watching him mm. as, a, as a kid. And I wasn't watching every race or something like that because I was still like playing football and mm. having having other activities. I was like maybe four, five, six years old. Um, but I was still watching a lot of races. And actually, I think in 205 or 206, I was going to the Hockenheim GP and it was mental. Nice. Oh. Sitting at a sax curve. Yeah. And yeah. These cars, that track so crazy. And man. everyone with their air horns. I yeah. miss the air horns. They yeah, should yeah. bring it back, but yeah, probably yeah. the air horns would be louder than the yeah. cars. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe not a good idea. Yeah. Um, so imagine Formula E with yeah, can you imagine with air horns. All these engines are loud, and then they, they turn it off. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no rose to Formula E. Formula E is great. Yeah. <laughs> just, would would you ever? I know you mentioned it in Q1, but would you ever want to get into a real seat mm, and yeah. actually race? Yeah, 
And I also Formula E, hundred percent, hundred percent. Like I want to get into Formula One. That's still my dream. And a mm -hmm. lot of people are laughing at it because I'm I'm 24. But the thing is, my body is way fitter, yeah. and I look younger. Mm -hmm. if, if I don't yeah. say my age, everyone's thinking, oh, yeah, he's probably currently still he finished karting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's getting ready 20, to get out. 19, baby, yeah. who yeah, knows? Yeah. Yeah. The Uber. You said like. Yeah. Um, I look like 17. I was like, yeah, I am. Just so the team principles are not like he's yeah. getting old. No, mm -hmm. honestly, I, I mean, also seeing Fernando Alonso. Yeah. 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 Talent knows no age. Yeah. Correct. Like yeah. if you are on it, like I always say, if I could have a driver who's going to win the championship 100%, mm. but he's maybe 40 years old. Mm. Yeah. I could have a driver who's maybe winning it, but I'm not sure about it. And he's 20 years old. Mm. I would still go for the guy that's gonna 100%. win it, yep. just yep. because I want to win as a team. Of course. So, yep. okay for the future, but Fernando Alonso is still gonna drive until he's seventy. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's an anomaly. Yeah. He will not quit. He, he will race until he has Lewis's record and yep. uh, Michael's record, like also on the seven, maybe breaking the eight. Oh man! Oh, <laughs> Imagine he actually goes that actually long. Did it? Oh, just be God. incredible. Yeah. Who comes first, Max or him? <laughs> oh yeah, literally. <laughs> I think definitely Fernando. Just, yeah. Yeah. just because Max would be like, okay, twenty twenty eight, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> huh. I don't know. And then when it comes to your work-life balance, what does that look like? How do you balance kind of working? And because I mean, again, even with sim racing, especially during COVID, you guys were in your house mainly, right? Yeah. And like, I would imagine, you know, there's always a desire to just get better, 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 to so yeah. spend hours in the simulator, work out. Like, do you find time to just disconnect fully and like not think about work? To be fair, I don't remember actually. Like, right. I, I don't yeah. even remember last time I had proper holiday where I just mm. went somewhere mm. um, every now and then that happens for like one or two days uh, like once a year but in general I feel like I kind of I'm never working but I'm always working mm. right like it's not like I, I have to work but I still do like it's it's basic stuff that I do like working out mm. in the day where I'm like okay I want to improve this so I'm gonna go for a run mm. I want to do this I, I need to edit a video I need to do that mm. it's just a few things that it's kind of hard but at the same time, like I'm in such a privileged position, like I'm I'm not seeing it as a bad thing. It can be stressful at times, especially during the esports season. Like the mental pressure mm. is insane, but in general, like I, I wouldn't I wouldn't trade it for anything else in the world because I love it. Yeah. It's it's amazing. Like yeah. um, so I I don't know if I have a work life balance. I think I think the perfect work life balance is if you can work twenty four seven. Mm. Like not that you should go to a burnout or anything, yeah. but if you feel like what you're doing is not like sacrificing the joy in life, yeah. nothing better than that. If you feel like you're in a happy place, you're still living your passion. Um, it's not meant to be kind of this this typical. I know there's a stigma around this grindset nowadays. Yeah. I like it, mm -hmm, but yeah. I know a lot of people don't like it. Mm. But I'm a big work believer. I, I want to work out, so I'm enjoying it. Mm -hmm. I, I really like it. It's not feeling like um, I'm kind of working myself too much mm -hmm. and doing too much all the time it's yeah. just actually really chill yeah and, and i feel like working out is actually a good balance it and is sometimes it really friends family in the evening every now and then a few days where i'm just like okay today no stream i'm, yeah. I'm gonna go to the cinema or something nice every now and then but i don't i don't plan in like okay i will have this day exactly and i'm not gonna do anything mm. yeah. because if I don't do anything, just sitting around, like right now, this is fine because yeah. I'm talking. It feels, <laughs> yeah. it feels fun, productive, and but if I would just sit here on the chair, I would literally be like, 
Right, where's the simulator? Yeah, 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 <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. literally getting like yeah, angry yeah, because angry, I'm angry. Like, come on, it's, yeah. it's awful. So yeah, yeah it's I, I just I'm a workaholic. Yeah. yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. But on the other side of it, was there a moment where you're like, I failed? Mm. Like, like this was this went completely wrong. Well, and if it was, how did you get over that? Honestly, I think last year Spa mm. in 2022. Uh, yeah. There was, I think, something with my pedal, with my throttle pedal. Mm. I'm, I'm still not sure what exactly, what but that? I was so slow and struggling. I was over pushing because I felt like I was lacking pace and I never had that before. And I was mm. like, am I still good enough? Like yeah. literally in that moment, I was like, everything's coming to mind. And you're like, am I still good enough? And, and after this race, I was like, I never felt so bad about myself. Mm. Like I was literally just sitting there with tears in my eyes, not leaving my, my rig until the, the team told me we are gonna have a debrief if i would like to join and mm -hmm. then i joined but i still i was fairly quiet because i, I was still in shock i was like what the hell just, just happened, happened yeah. yeah no idea it was awful i wow. literally felt like the whole world was was over for me like my, my whole dream was collapsing but yeah. then i was just like what on earth are you talking? Mm. <laughs> like you're Marcel Kiefer. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> Talk yourself. You're the yeah. one and only. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. And uh, then I worked for the next few races so hard on just being like happy and positive and attracting mm. good energy. Um, I believe strongly in the law of attraction and yes. that the universe is giving you what you're asking for it mm -hmm. and yeah. um, positive energy re resolving in positive energy back, yeah. negative and negative. Mm. So I was like, stop just feeling like oh my god marcel what have you done and just feel like okay whatever happened i'm yeah. gonna smoke them in the next few races yeah. and the next few races they didn't went perfect mm. there were a few things that went wrong but in general i felt way more positive and energetic and i was really proud of that yeah. whole um, process of being super down and even though it wasn't turning out into a free race domination mm -hmm. there were a lot of positives to take away and Many things that didn't go my way, not by myself, by getting taken out, for example, in Monza yeah. and, and I think in, in Sanford it was super close, small mistake, that was my bad in quality, mm -hmm. knocked me out of Q, um, from Q2 to Q3, I didn't make it, yeah. and Sanford overtaking was hard, but the other two races, they were awesome, qualifying also insanely good in, in Kota, mm -hmm. even though we were off pace and we yeah. were literally like, oh my god, we, we went so bad on the wings, we had like 10 kph <laughs> more, and we were like, no way yeah. like everyone's high wings we went the total wrong direction yeah. everyone was so much faster yeah. yeah so we were like two tenths off yeah. and we were panicking changing setups before that mm. session and then i went after q1 back to my q my, my old setup, setup because i was like this feels awful <laughs> so i, I swapped uh, i swapped actually because we don't have park fermi on i swapped setups in the session mm. so you had a completely different wow. car feel okay. and i had the best qualifying i think yes. of the, <laughs> no second best of the season i yeah. finished yeah. p4 and i think my best one was imola p2 and i was like yes i'm back like this yeah. was great and then we messed up the stretch so i went from p fighting for the win to dropping i think out of the points and then fighting back to p9 right. or something yeah. was, right. but there were so many positives i was i was not even feeling like it was a big loss it was right. like I made the best out of the situation yeah, and yeah. I, I worked my, my way back. I was a positive contribution to the team. Mm. Everyone was super thrilled of that energy that I had. Yeah. I was like, I'm just going to do my best. And um, right. every sure. lap, everything that feels bad, it's still going towards that goal that I have, yeah, which right. is going to become the best in the future. Maybe these few races where I don't do as well, yeah. these are the key moments mm -hmm. to 
in the next season or in the next few races to know exactly what I need to do. Yep. So always seeing every single part of the process mm -hmm. as a learning yeah. stepstone. Yep. So, yep. so yeah, that was, I think, probably the most, pro the kind of most proud moment of the last year, which mm -hmm. I had. And then in terms of the last question, you know, for Q2, I want to ask here is more around that mentality. Is that very similar to also how you deal with negativity, like on social media? I mean, you know, obviously F1 Esports becomes more and more popular every day. There are a ton of people that might come and just start, you know, yeah. giving you a negative comment yeah. here and there because they think they can drive better than you for <laughs> yeah. some reason. I don't know how, but yeah. how do you deal with that? Is that a similar mindset of just continue to be positive? I mean, nowadays, yes. Yeah. Um, but I, I can't lie if... Like I have to admit, I'm struggling with the social media abuse and hate that you All can right. receive. It's mm -hmm. it's not like I don't feel like I'm a victim because in the end, I'm still in a very very privileged position. Like mm -hmm. people listen to what I'm saying, and that's why I get a lot of negative mm -hmm. uh, feedback from other people um, because they know this guy is maybe someone like he achieved mm -hmm. something, mm -hmm. and we listen to him. And maybe because I don't like him, I would just catch it yeah <laughs> <laughs> yep. so, yep. simple as that um but uh, even if you don't know these people if you mm. feel like hey these guys don't like me it's still it's still very hard to take oh, every yeah. now and then like you, you read these comments and you're like why like what have i done like mm -hmm. I'm, I'm literally just trying to be a nice guy then i'm feeling like my mom raised me well mm -hmm. I'm, I'm being respectful to people i'm trying to do my best but there's just nowadays a lot of people expect from people online yeah. to be exactly what they want them to be and if they are not in a certain moment this person that they would expect them to be yeah. mm. they forget that i'm just a normal boy mm -hmm. like i don't see myself like i literally i don't like when people act like i'm something special mm. i am in terms of like my driving mm. but i'm just a human i'm just a normal guy like if i'm if you see me on the street you can just say hi marcel mm -hmm. Just so. like you would walk to anyone else, like, how's the weather? You, you don't walk to so, some random stranger and you're like getting nervous. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, I mean, if you are, I think that's still cute and stuff. Yeah. But if you, if you treat me like I'm some kind of god or something, mm -hmm. it feels really out of place for me. I'm just yeah. like, hey, I'm just, I'm uh, just, just normal. Yeah, just like, talk to me. Normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just, just let's have a coffee or hot chocolate because hot chocolate is superb. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Breaking news, Marcel <laughs> with all the hot chocolate. I have a mess of sweet tooth. I love it. Well, yeah. we're going to get into the rapid fire round. Q2 verdict. I think that was a purple. Purple. Yeah, let's he's go. done. Let's go. He's done it. But purple potential sector. pull, potential yeah. pull. Yeah, we're yeah, getting yeah. into Q3, Q3 now. Don't celebrate too early. No, Come potential, on. I'm, I'm going to get it. We'll see if Marcel needs to change his setup. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to get into the rapid fire round right now. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Track Limits podcast. We are now getting into the rapid fire round with Marcel. Marcel, you nervous? No. Oh, ah, he's game ready. What he's you game ready. <laughs> he's <Yeah>. game ready. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to ask you a bunch of questions here Let's and we're going to see how rapid and fire your answers can be. Number I one, you need the questions. <laughs> <laughs> you have <to> imagine. <laughs> if you had to choose one track to race on forever, which one would it be? Silverstone. Okay. Okay. Uh, for audio listeners, I'm about to show you a photo. Okay. It's, it's you, Checo, and Esteban during your rookie, oh what was happening? God. Yeah, that was mental. Like there was literally like people around us, reporters. Like yeah. it, I was feeling like on F1 2010. You remember that game when you, when yeah. you were in the career mode where yeah. they interviewed you? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, what on earth is going on? Literally, uh, I think there was Fox Sports, uh, RTL from Germany, mm -hmm. uh, Sky Sports. Everyone was there, yeah. and they were actually like calling in for the first year a yeah. media interview, an announcement for the esports team. Yeah. It was mental. I was just like there, <laughs> nervous in school already in front of thirty <laughs> people. Two days later, they take us to um, what is it called? Um, the 
it's good good field no uh, there's like goodwood good no, good no, no, good no, no 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 goodwood but but like the, the campsite one of the yeah. campsites at silverstone yeah. right where um, racing point of probably also as martin is yeah. doing a lot of activity yeah. Yeah. they took us to the stage in, in front of like 5k people i was like yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad just I have breathe, sunglasses on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I was nervous as hell. So oh yeah, it was God. mental. Amazing. Next question: Which track would you remove from the F1 esports season? Monza. Okay. Okay. Oh, wow. But I like Monza a lot yeah. because I won there. But yeah. but the game in the game it's it's, play it's, right. it's not feeling right. Mm. Like the, the way we have to send it over curbs. Yeah. It, if it would be laser scanned and with the handling a bit adjusted, I think it would be. A, the best track ever yeah. mm. because the racing is so close and with the slip streaming like there's so much going on oh, yeah. yeah um but at the moment probably monza is one of the tracks where it would be like no. send it off yeah, yeah. <laughs> so no. okay i'm gonna ask you to take out your phone mm. um oh i have it over there, oh, you have go, it over go, there. go get it all right we're gonna grab it oh yeah. my god <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've actually never had, had a guest someone, yeah. oh get out <laughs> come back in this is hilarious oh my god. yeah <laughs> and the question is who is the last person you texted Oh my god. Or DM'd if you didn't ask. Oh, DM'd. <laughs> oh, let me see. Oh, it's actually you. It was me. Oh. Perfect. Coming to get you because I was at a cup. Second person you texted. Second person. Wait, that must be on, on WhatsApp probably. I mean, who I messaged? Yep. yep. Oh, it was my mom. Oh. I told her that I love her. Oh. I, I'm not kidding. Okay. Next question. What okay. regulation change would you institute in F1? Like double points in the last race, for example, that type of stuff. No, 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 no. no, no. no. Um, <laughs> I think maybe once a year, equal car race. Oh, just to see equal machinery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. equal oh machinery. Maybe the, the go karting thing back, but yeah. again, go karting is different than Formula yeah, yeah. racing. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. maybe just a spec car where they literally say, "Okay, we are providing the cars." <sighs> yeah, that would be drive it. like in really the off fun. season, yeah. just yeah. like it's a fun It'll event, be like a tournament kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Off season. That, that would be sick. amazing. That Love is that. sick. Yeah. Um, next question: Who, what driver would you trust to drive you blindfolded around the track? From the real F1 drivers, yep. uh, I think Max Verstappen. Just because I think Max is gonna send it so hard that yep. we might crash, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I want it to be like super scary. Yeah. <laughs> Incredible. Who is the greatest F1 driver and F1 esports driver of all time, in your opinion? Um, greatest driver of all time, Michael. Mm -hmm. But I'm biased yeah, because I'm yeah. German. Yeah. Uh, greatest esports driver, I mean, Jano. Because Jano won the most titles in mm -hmm. the recent years. I mean, Brandon as well, but Jano stayed consistently on top. But then again, Freddie is... I mean, he didn't win a title, but he's the most consistent. Yeah. Right. So probably it's between Jano yes. and Freddie at the moment. Um, just for this year after 2023 it's gonna be Kiefer yes sir. Uh, <laughs> let's go it's going German <laughs> German perfect coolest person you ever raced with mm. online uh, probably Alex Albon oh nice. Nice, nice, nice what's the most over asked question you get What's your first feedback setting? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, or camera settings. It's always this, this typical, what is it, what is it, then I have a command, I'm just like, check the command or check my YouTube video. It's yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Uh, worst mistake people make when posting content on social media? Not posting enough and overthinking. I, I'm mm. actually still doing the same thing. Yeah. I'm overthinking too much. I think it doesn't matter, whatever. Like, you think, oh, what if they don't like this? Or what if somebody thinks that? Doesn't matter. The internet... There's so much stuff getting posted every day yeah. that eventually people will not even remember whatever you've posted. Of yeah. course, it should be respectful mm -hmm. and stuff, but if you're just thinking about, is this going to make sense if I upload this video today about how do I break and maybe it's a bit, it's it's great or maybe it's a bit underperforming. Yeah. 
doesn't matter. Get the stuff out there. That's yep. the first step to grow on social media. So yep. just post, post, post. Boom. If you could have one superpower, what would it be? Mm. It sounds really stupid, but unlimited money. Because <laughs> then I could race in Formula One. Oh, yeah, true. And I don't need to be... Uh, I was thinking, like, what if... What if I would say like being the fastest driver, but I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be too simple. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, I would take the money and then I can. You already got the first yeah. one. You're fine. <laughs> yeah, no, but, but with with that with unlimited money, in some way, you could probably help for like yep. removing poverty and yep. like eliminating any kind of health stuff. So you could literally help anyone out if you have unlimited mm -hmm. money. Mm -hmm. It is a superpower for no. sure. Yep. So and yes. you could race in Formula One. And you oh, could yes. race in Formula One. <laughs> <laughs> so. Fantastic. Last question. You're writing an autobiography on your life. Which of these titles best resonates with you? So what would the title of your book be? The Daredevil, The Dream Catcher, The Free Spirit, The Hardest Worker. The or. hot chocolate. Concept. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, the hardest work. The hardest yeah. work. Yeah. I love that. Well, that I think was a purple. Yeah. Provisional poll. Provisional poll. Yeah. Not provisional. <laughs> Not anymore. Stop the standings. <laughs> Thank you so much, Marcel, for coming on. I know yes. the first question we asked you was, you know, tell us about your career. Yeah. I mean, the last question we ask every guest, tell us how do you want to be remembered? You know, what sort of legacy do you want to leave behind? Wait, this is making me sad. <laughs> oh, don't worry. Oh, my God. No, this is actually a tough one. I mean, I would like to be remembered just like, you know, like, I like the Danny Ricardo energy. Mm -hmm. I want to be more uh, respectful, uh, successful. That's the yeah. word. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's very respectful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not, not hating on the guy. Like, yeah. he's, he's a great guy. Yeah. But I think, like, everyone loves him. Mm -hmm. Like, his energy is great. Mm -hmm. And I, I want to kind of have the similar vibe where people are like, it's amazing to listen to Marcel. It's yep. always a joy to, to hang Be out around with him. him or, yeah, that. like this kind of vibe I want to have around me. But also people knowing this guy was literally the hardest worker in mm -hmm. the room. Like yeah. if, if kids look up to him mm -hmm. and like just searching YouTube, I want to have these Marcel Kiefer motivation videos mm -hmm. one yeah. day on YouTube where like, yeah. holy crap, he was the game changer. Yeah. Yeah. He was literally, nobody was ever working that hard. Mm -hmm. like, yeah. some, some kind of Kobe Bryant. Yeah level and yeah. mentality just, just like this this grinds that like you yeah. can do it yep. yeah like talent is maybe part of life i don't really believe in talent mm. i believe in if you work hard you will get there yeah for sure so just work your butt off and amazing drop the mic yeah. while you're there drop the <laughs> mic literally well guys that was marcel Kiefer. i do really appreciate you coming on again yeah. i think the cool part about hearing you is that you have a really fun energy to you yeah but thank you you also are very ambitious you believe in yourself a lot clearly yeah. and yeah. like I think that's going to take you even farther, man. So yeah, right. kudos to you on everything you've done. Where can people find you on social media if they want to stay in touch? Uh, everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. TikTok, YouTube. Um, I have also for people that don't speak English, but mm -hmm. German, I have a German, German channel. channel. Um, cool. But I also want to continue focusing on international content because, yep. I mean, there's such a huge audience. Yeah, Motorsport is English yep. mainly. So yep. um, YouTube, uh, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Twitch. Yep. Perfect. Nice. That's Love the that. main things. Yeah. yeah. Thanks so much, Marcel. Guys, Thank if you, you enjoyed this me. episode, leave a review. Check out our other episodes on tracklimitspod.com, and we will see you in the next episode.